Duncan. Rich. But fuck Duncan in but fuck nowhere. <laughs> Duncan in but fuck nowhere. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm coming from uh, Chelmsford. Chelmsford. It's a actual place full of people. Yeah, well, you've you kind of moved out of the outskirts of London to uh, to get the quiet life, and now you're you're in you're in Chelmsford, which is it's a quieter life, but it's still you know it's a, it's a bustling uh, metropolis. Really, hey, listen, it? It, where I am. it became a city in like 2015, so we're we're a city over here. I live in a hamlet in a little country field next to farms and forests, but 15 minutes away, I'm in the Chelmsford. fucking city. Dunk, pick a number between one and ten. It's not Chelmsford, just to let you know. Chelmsford's not on the list. Uh, nine. I don't. I don't know why the number generator's gone odd. All all of these numbers have been odd. So yeah, we've got number nine. Number nine. It's smirking, well, smirking like it's going to be a, a bad. Number a nine bad is podcast. something I enjoy, but I can't remember if we spoke about this before. And you don't enjoy this genre, so let's let's talk. Uh, number nine is found footage movies. Oh no, I enjoy some found. There are some great found footage movies. Yeah? Only horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a horror genre, it's great. I love it. I mean, it's my favourite. get behind it. It's my favourite. I mean, obviously, the OG one, just straight in at the top, Blair Witch. Damn straight is, Duncan! So, I mean, that was... That would would have been one of the first horror films that I was exposed to. It was like proper suspenseful horror throughout. And I loved it. The way that it built it up, (coughs) it was just... It's so good. So good. So good. The ending's a bit... But also the fact had, that had the internet was new at that time and like they used the internet uh, to promote the movie and made it seem real. IMDb literally had it cast as like themselves and missing um, and they used their real names as well for the movie to, to make it more um, natural or whatever when they were, were filming. It was just so well publicised and done. People generally thought it was a real movie. People couldn't really check like they can now. To de- You can debunk something so quickly now and find out if something was real or not. Um, and at the time, no one could do that. It was so fresh and exciting. And it, li- it literally looked like a documentary that was made by these free, you know, college kids or whatever in America. It literally seemed so genuine and so real. When you watch it, it it's not overdramatic. It's very natural. You would be irritated if you were in a forest for free, like, and stuck with your mates. Like, you would, you would be irritated. You would get annoyed at each other. You would start having a go as the days went on, and got, you were lost and not knowing what was going on. I think as well the ambiguity of so a lot of these found footage things. The thing that makes them so um, enjoyable to watch is the like the place where they're at. It's not like a clear and distinct location. So with Blair Witch, yes, it's Americans, but that could as easily have been a forest in the UK or a forest in yeah. Europe or um, you know, Russia or any anywhere like that, because they weren't they weren't relying on its location. It was very much about the three people and that kind of drew you in mm. because you you had to rely on the personalities to have some sort of sustenance to the film itself. But like, yeah, great film. Very good. Um and do you know what, right? I recently found out because Obviously, there's the big debate that that's the first big one. And obviously, we talk about the uh, the first one was like, I can't remember, it was called the, Cannon, the, Cannon, the Cannonball Story or something like that in in the 80s. And um, that it, it's not for me, that, that kind of earlier found footage 
uh, movie. But there was one that was even earlier than The Blair Witch that I think was really well done that I only just watched recently and I only just found out about recently. And I, I tell you about it, Don, because if you don't know about it, you might be interested. Um, and listeners, of course. Um, Firstly, where, where can we find said film before you reveal what it is? I think I rented it on... No, actually, I found it on YouTube. I, I ended up oh, being able to find it on okay. YouTube. Um, and it is called The McPherson Tapes. Um, and what it, what, what, let me tell you the whole story behind it really first. So this found footage movie was actually, it became famous from, uh, like alien conventions where people showed this footage and didn't know who filmed it and thought it was real footage of an, of like an alien, uh, you know, sighting or whatever event. Um, it's quite funny now because you'll watch it and you'll be like, how the fuck did they think this was, you know, real footage? But they actually had um, like real big alien, you know, professors or whatever people researching this thing. And they all thought it was real. You had like FBI people involved or whatever. And they all thought, oh, this is genuine. Because like if you listen to them speak and it's it's quite funny, but it was actually filmed in about 92, I think. I want to say 92. Um and it was like a, a very young uh, director's like early film, and it had credits in. But what some what he didn't know was that someone just cut his credits out. Someone got this tape that had been distributed in a very small way, cut out his credits at the end, and just leaked it kind of everywhere, and you know, in all these rental places. And it became this cult kind of following of like this real footage, Fantastic. which is such a great idea but it's such a simple thing as well like it's a found footage movie um they are literally a family celebrating a young um daughter's birthday um and the the first half an hour is a bit boring because it's just very general chit chat like very much like a, a kid's party or whatever and you're not really thinking much of it um and then it gets dark the three kind of brothers are out um venturing into the woods to get something and then they end up seeing like what looks like a a ufo or a spaceship landed with some aliens now i would say these costumes in this day and age they're terrible and they're really tacky but i can understand why in 91 or 2 whatever they might seem good but the um the fear from then onwards how it builds and builds and builds and calms and then gets hectic it's very simple because a lot of it is just done in this house um and like you know, how that's well written and well made and and well produced. It's it's a very clever movie for especially that time. Um, so yeah, I do recommend that um, as an early one if you haven't seen it. Go on, Dunk. Let's talk about one that's both one of yours and mine favourites. Um, the 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 Paris Catacombs one. Do you remember what it's called? As above, so below. It's, Great, right? Oh, it's one of my favourite horror films. No, in fact, I, it is my favourite horror film. It's so good. Um, up and up until when did it come out? It came, I think it came out in like twenty fourteen, something like that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a terribly new film, but I only saw it a couple of years ago, and it's 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 just something else. It it, it builds again. I think the the thing about the found footage is they all have a slow build up. Mm. They all have to have a slow build up mm. in order to make it really sort of stick, and. Yeah, it just starts with, you know, there's a lot of almost interview bits, isn't it? They, they start and it's like they're, they're talking about the interviews, they're talking, almost treating it like it's a, a history documentary. Mm. 
And then they get some, I think something happens right at the start and there's a particular um, piece of information that gets leaked, which then leads to the suspicion that it's the, the catacombs under Paris, which are ultimately um, where the Philosopher's Stone is. And the problem now is whenever you say Philosopher's yeah, Stone, everybody, unless, yeah. unless you're Amer- an American listener, yeah. Uh, you immediately start thinking about Harry Potter, and it's just like, for God's sake. Um, but <laughs> ultimately, yeah, they go into the catacombs via a route which is not a tourist route, standard. <laughs> um, and they find themselves in uh, some pretty interesting situations. But I, I, lo- I just love it as, as a from start to finish. It, it build so well and there's not um a heavy reliance on cgi there are some things which are quite clearly cg but the like real effects that they're using in a lot of it it's just so good you feel so like good. you're actually down there in the paris catacombs like going through this 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 scenario it, you really get lost in that movie i find yeah i i think that i'd love it would be a very different genre, but I'd love it if there was almost like a peep show style found footage. Like it, it was all point of view. Like the entire thing was filmed as a point. So it wouldn't be like found footage. It would literally be a full POV sure. horror film. And he could build it up in exactly the same way, but because of how it's been filmed, it does draw you in in the same manner and you do feel like you're with them. Mm. Um, and there's a bit of soul searching that goes on and there's some questions that are asked from you as a viewer. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's great. It's, it's such a well-balanced film. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant film. Um, moving on to another, a, a very popular one again. I don't know. I don't think we've ever talked about your thoughts on Paranormal Activity, but obviously Paranormal Activity never seen it. was huge. Never, You've never, never seen, seen it? it. Oh. I've never seen Paranormal Activity. It's always been one of those ones which I've kind of had on a list to watch, but... But you don't think, oh. Well, I think the problem is, unless you get on, like, the crest of the wave of films like that, they have a tendency... I think when I started to get interested in potentially watching the first one, the second and the third one had just sort of come out. Sure. And then, was there a fourth as well? Yeah, and there was a couple of crappy... um spinning off the type of ones but really the, and it um, was it was vying for for me was, you know, for me the first two are, the first two are good the third is okay and then for me the fourth is pointless and it kind of yeah it lost its trail quite a bit because you've got other films as well like insidious that were coming out at the same time sure. remakes of garage and it's just like it, it felt like a very um bloated market at that particular time when the first paranormal activity first came out i said it to you now dunk um the the lady i think it's i think her name's katie in the in the first movie very pretty very uh good at um yeah for me i fell in love with her in that movie <laughs> i was slightly in love with her i, I hated the guy amika um who actually now is famous for that god awful tv show um catfish Oh, right. So okay. Mika, who's in Catfish and is the main guy in Catfish, he is in Paranormal Activity and he wasn't big. He wasn't famous. He, this, this is kind of where his career, I think, started. Um, 
And he's very annoying in the movie. Like he is the guy that's like poking the ghost and constantly trying to get the ghost to do. And you're as an observer, you're like, for fuck's sake, fuck off. You're just angering things. Like stop making it worse. Um, but the the Katie that I think she she's she's brilliant in that movie. And what is frustrating again, I feel much like how Heather and Blair Witch is brilliant. Um, their, their their careers are only ever in that movie, and they never get to their career never goes anywhere because they're just typecasted as that character and they'll never get out of that that shadow which is so frustrating because i see quite you know good actresses strong actresses that get stuck there yeah because they're always associated with a horror film that's it um i think the same could be said for was it the guy who's in the remake of pet cemetery oh there's the uh, another guy who was i think it was insidious who literally ended up in like three or four very similar horror films. Oh, Patrick Wilson. He couldn't, yeah, couldn't break away from it. Yeah, he's like Insidious, and then he's in fucking, the, obviously, The Conjuring. Uh, the only other thing I've really seen him in is one really strange comedy, um, and a uh, he's in Aquaman. He uh, the second uh, Is that been the second one? He's in Aquaman. Not yet. He's Not in yet. the first one, then. <laughs> he's in Aquaman as the baddie. <clears throat> I've got I've got a um a, a found footage film which I'm not sure that you would be aware of. Go it's on. a Korean. It's oh, a Korean I might know film. it. I might know it, Dunk. Uh, Don Yam. I watched it. Asylum. I watched it on the fucking weekend and I loved it, Dunk. You watched it. I watched Mate, it on the I, I, I watched it about nine months ago. Oh, it's so it was, good. Oh, it's so good. It's like, so good. I felt I again. It's the slow build-up for me, which I hated. That film could have been about 30 minutes shorter, sure, sure. and it still would have had the same impact. Sure. But that like last bit where it all goes to shit, mm-hmm. and you're just like, they're going, oh my god. Can you, um, can you give the concept of that movie to anyone who hasn't heard it? Okay, uh, so concept of the movie is there's a, a YouTuber who does like the film directing um, to put him in a parallel to famous YouTubers. Um, there's a, a group called OTV. The guy in that group's called Broden. He's a sort of Broden character. He's a film director. He's trying to get content. So he takes this group of friends to uh, an abandoned asylum. He set up a few things within the abandoned asylum, a few jump scares, and he's, gonna, he's live streaming it on YouTube. He's trying to get as many viewers. He's trying to get that clout and have that success. So he wants it to be scary. And then inevitably things start happening that are out of his control and the viewer count skyrockets and he just lets it run. And from that point, it's just so good. It is. It is brilliant. It's, um... I think it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Um, but it's, yeah, if you haven't seen it's, it, it's, it's really uh, hard to yam. find in um, the UK. It's really hard to find. I had to wait a long time to be able to find it. Um, yeah, it's quite difficult. I think Shudder might have done it for a little while. I don't know. Um, but it's it's worth finding. Um, it's such a good movie. Korean horror movies, are they seem to be really rocketing over there. Like, they're, they're making some good horror over, over I think Korea. just general productions, you think, you know, uh, last 12 months, Squid Games come out. Yeah. Um, oh, there was, there was another one which I watched, which was about uh, demons dragging people into... Um, they'd have like a, a, a conjuring up here right. and then a week later they'd get exercised. Right. 
and like three big like demons would drag them to hell. And yeah, just I mean the the quality of talent that's coming out of Korea at the moment is is it's amazing. And I'm here for it. Like why not? Why not have that presence? 100%. You think about other Korean films. I think Old Boy, the original Old Boy film, was a Korean film, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't think I know that film, Dunno. Um, it's had a remake with Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen in. Okay. And um, if you want a film with a twist, watch it. Okay. I got one. I'm more... not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. But uh, yeah, if you can find it, watch I do it. like a film with a twist. I got uh, one more that I wanted to talk about, which I don't know if you've seen it, Dunk. It's called The Gallows. I don't think so. No. So the gallows, it's not that old. Maybe 2016, 17. It could even be more uh, current than that. Um, and it's when I saw the trailer and heard the premise of it, I was like, "Oh, this is awful!" Like, I, I'm not going to like this. Um, but then I saw the trailer and it picked it up a bit more for me. Um, but the premise is kind of it's about a, a high school theatre show. And uh, guy's filming with his camera, fucking about, like, bit of a jerk, um, messing around, very high school, which I always find annoying because I'm just too old to enjoy that type of shit. Um, but they decide uh, that the it's going to suck, so they want to f- ruin the set the night before so that the show has to be cancelled. So they break into the school to, you know, fuck it up. But something that you see right at the start of the movie is um, when they did this play, I think it was called The Gallows, back in 94 or whatever, there was an accident on set which led to an actor being hung. And uh, ever since then, strange shit has kind of happened at at the school. And it it does it so well, Dunk. I can't... I don't want to ruin anything and go into too much detail, but it does it so well um, where it builds up the kind of paranormal stuff kind of happening and then other stuff kind of happens that's twisty. Um, it's really well done. Uh, you know, it's not as high schooly as you think it's going to be as as when you read it. Um, it's actually a good horror movie. Um, I think I gave it an 8 out of 10 when I watched it because I was so impressed with it. It was fresh. It was different. It wasn't like the normal found footage movies I'd seen. Um, and it kind of had that that teen horror, but done in a much better way. Where I find a lot of teen horrors very samey these days. Gimmicky. Mm. But this is a good fucking found footage movie. Yeah, I recommend it. Duncan, you got one more that you can recommend before we finish? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Um, it is making me itch to play a game called Phasmophobia, though. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I love Phasmophobia. So I can't Wait. play it because I haven't got like the right console or whatever to play it. So I watch, I'm really sad, Dunk, and I go on YouTube and I watch other people play it with their friends. Cause, uh, so if I, if, so if, if I were streaming it, I'd at least have one viewer in yourself. I would as long watch as it, I still gave you a heads Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I would watch it. Yeah. I would hunt yeah, I need, you, I need to, I need to get back to it. You like, stream it, I will be there. You tell me, obviously, as long as I'm not working and I can be there, I will be there, man. I fucking think that game is wicked. Because there's a, there's a mummy game that's come out, which is pretty much Phasmophobia, but in a nice. tomb. And it's 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 fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. Horror I'm is, sure it'll be a lot of fun to play. Horror is always one of my favourite genres. Um, and I think found footage is one of the best kind of horrors. And I think gaming and horror 
is like it's my favorite gaming apart oh, from it's, it's really really fucking well done um yeah the the immersion is just it's so unbelievable good. go